What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, uh, we're doing a live waiver wire show. I don't do this every week, but tonight, uh, I just felt it was super important to uh, to get on here live and answer any any live uh, waiver wire questions because it's a big waiver wire week. There's a lot of guys that we're going to look at tonight uh, that could potentially help us, you know, get to a fantasy championship. So we'll look at the at everything that I got here. I do have the waiver wire report. There's a link in the description, and I did make a waiver wire report video last night if you wanted to check that for more detail. Uh, but we'll get right into it with any questions you guys have. We'll also probably take a peek at some of the practice reports and things for Thursday night. Good evening to Harris. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, do I trade Hopkins away for Travis Etienne is the team I sent you a picture of. Um, I mean, I, I think right now Etienne, the way he looked last week, like that that's what you're going to be buying. He's going to be the bell cow. He's going to get upwards of 15 to 20 touches per game. I think that's more valuable than DeAndre Hopkins, who I know is probably going to be in that 8 to 10 targets per range. Uh, but if you're strong at receiver and you want Travis Etienne, I would say uh, I, I I would if in a vacuum, I would rather have Travis Etienne on my team. I just think the the value at running back is super important. Uh, but let's um, I'm going to open up ESPN and we'll kind of look at the percent roster ship of things and kind of go from there. Uh, good evening, sir. Mark Andrews, questionable for Thursday. What if what tie you waiver should I pick up? OK. So um, the good news is there's a lot of guys available for tight end, and I'm going to kind of ignore the top uh, the, the top handful or so. You see these guys are about 80. Anyone 80% above, they're probably not going to be rostered. But, I mean, if you can get Dalton Schultz, if you can get uh, even Dawson Knox, if you can get Robert Tunyon, I think Taysom Hill's probably rostered in most, most leagues, but it is a good matchup. And you're, you're seeing here the green 29, that's a good matchup. Uh, I do like uh, Mike Jasicki against Detroit. Uh, I don't even mind Noah Fant, especially if DK Metcalf's not going to go. But the guy that I think is widely available in most leagues is going to be Herb Smith. He's going up against the Arizona Cardinals at home. They rank 31st against tight end. So it's a really nice matchup. Uh, and with Herb, if you play in PPR leagues, you know you're going to get at least five points. You're hoping for anywhere between 8, 10, and 14, though. I think with the good matchup that he's going to get this week, I, I would expect him to be more in the 8 to 10 range for a floor and, and potential for that you know that big 14-point game if he gets the touchdown. Uh, the usage lately, four targets, five, uh, four, six, and eight. Uh, I'm hoping, you know again, for maybe five to seven, maybe eight targets here. So I, I do like the stability of Herb Smith. I think he's a pretty safe, reliable option. If you need to go deeper, I, I don't mind Evan Ingram going up against the Broncos. Uh, Ingram, the last few games, the last three games, 10 targets, six targets, and seven. His yardage has been high. He's had four catches in every game. PPR-wise, nine, 12.9, and 10.7. So those those would probably be my guys. I think Ingram and, and Irv Smith are probably the two that I would look at the most. And if you can't get them, I mean, uh, the Broncos tight end, Greg Dolchich here, uh, two games, double digits, 12.4 and 11.1. I would I would keep rolling with this uh, going against Jacksonville and London. Those would be the three guys that I'm looking at. Uh, if no Mark Andrews, I suppose you could maybe click on Isaiah Likely. He's been a guy that's kind of been throughout the season. He's, he's done well enough, but if he's featured on Thursday night, he could be an interesting uh, guy as well. And then one more rookie for you, Cade Otten. His last few games, he's been playing pretty well in the absence of Cameron Brait. Um, Ravens passing defense, not the best. They do rank 19th against tight ends. So those are some of the deeper guys there. So hopefully one of those guys is available. Uh, do I pick up Kareem Hunt and start him over AJ Dillon and James Robinson on PPR? Uh, I, I wouldn't be excited to start James Robinson in his first game with the Jets. I think that's going to take some time for him to get into the system. So for me, I would rather start Kareem Hunt over, over Dillon and James Robinson. Um, 
he's a he's a he's a mystery. I'm I'm hoping that he gets activated off IR this week, and if he does, I don't know if we're going to start him. I think I'd rather let him sit on the bench. Uh, but there's that opportunity where if he if he gets to play this weekend and he looks good, uh, he, he could get more touches going forward. So he's kind of still a lottery ticket at the moment. I do like his opportunity uh, to, to kind of eat into the workload there and be the lead back. So he's purely a lottery ticket. If we look at running backs available, and I'm going to go 70% rostered or less. Uh, of course, Michael Carter, if he's available, he's a hot pickup. Eno Benjamin, I think. Uh, is a really good player as well. We'll see if James Conner plays, but those would be the top two guys that are most owned as well as Brian Robinson. These guys are the darlings of the waiver wire this week. If you can't get any of those guys, I mean, Khalil Herbert, if he's available in your league, like he's, he's starting to take over this backfield. He actually started in the second half, 12 carries, 62 yards, caught the one touchdown. I think he's going to get a high floor going forward where I think you can probably expect, you know, seven points as a floor. And, and again, if he's the starter going forward, that could look really nice. Uh, and then Deonta Foreman, if you did, if anyone, you know, picked him up and dropped him, you know, this is the guy that you're looking for. Chuba Hubbard did get the start, but he's got the ankle thing now. They play Atlanta, Cincinnati, Atlanta. That's a nice three-game stretch for Deonta Foreman. So he would be a priority for sure if you need help at running back. And then if, if we need to go deeper here, uh, I suppose, I mean, if James Cook's available, I, I do like what James Cook has been doing. Uh, I, again, if someone drops Chuba Hubbard because of the ankle thing, he should be stashed. Uh, Latavius Murray, Rashad White, these guys need to be owned. Um, and then Gus Edwards, of course. I, I think Gus Edwards is going to probably be the number one waiver wire pickup. So, Christian, if you can get Gus Edwards, I would feel pretty good about your your prospects uh, going forward at running back. So check out some of those guys. If you, if you need any more questions, let me know. And, yeah, the Brees injury, uh, bad timing. He was just starting to come into his own. Uh, DJ Moore, Robert Woods, and on PPR, these players are actually my waiver wire. DJ Moore. We'll go with DJ Moore. No problem, my man. Thanks for the question. Um, honestly, like we, I don't know if you missed the tight ends we just covered, but, uh, so here's the thing. If, if anyone drops David Njoku this week or next week, he's got to buy next week. If anyone drops David Njoku, stash him. He's, I mean, he, he's like, he's tight end number four on the season right now. He's been a beast ever since about week three. Um, so if anyone drops him, please pick up David Njoku. He can save your season. Uh, but then otherwise, I mean, you're looking at guys like, I don't know if Belton Schultz is available, but Dawson, like at this point, I'm cutting Kyle Pitts over these guys that I'm going to talk about. Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, uh, probably uh, that's where it gets a little tough. Like those are the top priority guys, but I might prefer Robert Tunyon over Kyle Pitts at this point. I might prefer, I prefer Evan Ingram and Irv Smith over Kyle Pitts at this point. Uh, and then Greg Dolchich might be the guy uh, who, who could be of interest, but he does have a buy next week. If you're looking for just one tight end this week, I, I think those are the options I'm looking at. Assuming Taysom Hill's already rostered, uh, but there's a handful of guys out there that I think could be useful. Um, full PPR, I want to keep. I want to keep both if I can. Those are tough cuts, uh, Harris. If uh, if you can hold on to, I mean, it, it really depends on your on your need. If you need receiver depth or running back depth, that's going to sway my decision. But uh, I think Curtis Samuel probably has the better outlook the rest of the year. I think he could be more flex worthy. If James Conner comes back and is healthy, that's going to limit Eno's upside. So Curtis Samuel's got a, a role that's a little bit more solid. Uh, we'll go with DJ Moore. Uh, the, the Panthers have a really good matchup this week. If you look at the fantasy points allowed chart, the Falcons are allowing the second most fantasy points per game. And they are allowing, I believe, the most to wide receiver. They've allowed 11 touchdowns almost 1,500 yards, clearly the most receptions and the touchdowns there. So it's a really good matchup for DJ Moore this week. 
Uh, start one for Flex. Renfro, Rondell Moore, or Dubes? Oof, this one's tough. They're all not playing very well at the moment. Uh, I think if you're playing matchup, I do like Hunter Renfro against the Saints. I think he might be the safest play. Rondell Moore kind of got lost last week. I, I think he's kind of untrustworthy. And with Romeo Dobbs, like he's he's just not playing well. So I think I'm going to rank them uh, Renfro, Moore, Rondale. Is DK Metcalf playing? I did see – I, I want to pull this up. I thought I saw a quote – um Metcalf today from Pete Carroll so here we go he refuses to rule out DK Metcalf I'm going to leave it wide open I can't call it so for me I'm going to lean on the side of him being doubtful uh it's it's going to be tough for him to play uh and I think for now they're just kind of you know making the other uh, opponent think about him playing the Seahawks have a bye week 11 so that could be you know playing in the in the decision here to keep him out so I, I would plan on DK Metcalf not being able to play and yeah you have to pick up a tight end Again, we mentioned some of the tight ends I like here. If you need a tight end just for the week, like I'm, I'm willing to play into the matchup of Irv Smith, Evan Ingram. Uh, if you have to go really far, again, Dolchich or Kate, Kate Otten's an interesting player for sure. Uh, and then, guys, if, if no Mark Andrews Thursday night, he hasn't practiced today or yesterday, if no Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely could be an interesting streamer for you guys. <clears throat> Mike T, Olave, or Gus Edwards. Uh, if you're going to start one, you probably got to stick with the hot hand Olave. I, I mean, he's he's been playing too well to bench, I think, at this point. So I'm going to stick with him. Michael Thomas in his first game back. It's nice. Uh, but if we look at the fantasy points allowed, Raiders uh, allowing a handful of points to the wide receiver position as well. So it is a good matchup for Olave. I think I'm going to stick with him. And then, yeah, with, with Gus Edwards, um, see, he's not a PPR type of running back. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they got ran over last week by – the Panthers running game. But before that game, we would have said the Buccaneers are a tough matchup for running back. So I think that's still true. Uh, I would, I would rank them uh, Olave, Gus, Michael Thomas. I, I want to see what Michael Thomas looks like before we trust him again, uh, for sure. Uh, let me look at some of the, the receivers are tough. Uh, I, I really like the, uh, the running back market this week in the waiver wire. Uh, if we're looking at receivers under 70% rostered, you have Mooney, Renfro, Woods, Gallup, Robinson, Dobbs and Rondell Moore. I mean, Mooney's been looking nice lately. I think Renfro's a guy that could get hot, uh, you know, for the middle of the season here. Darren Waller's got that that hamstring injury, so I'm not sure what's going on with that. But Woods, Gallup, and Robinson, not really sure what we got with those guys, but they can be rostered. Tyler Boyd's probably the guy here, though. If he's available in your league, he's only 56% rostered. But uh, if, if you can, you know, just stick through the fives, the sevens, and the sixes, you're going to get rewarded with some big games. Like, we want a piece of this passing offense. Uh, he does seem to be pretty boom bust, but I think he's a good player. Pickens, George Pickens needs to be rostered. If you guys are playing in 10 and 12 man leagues, he needs to be rostered. Uh, and then I, I, I think if someone cut Elijah Moore, um, I, I'm open to, to holding on to him. I don't love it. There might be some better guys down here, whether it is, um, who am I looking for? This is the guy. If you, if you guys have the room to stash somebody, uh, Traylon Burks, he's not going to play this week, but it's going to be his fourth week on IR. So I think week nine, we might get Traylon Burks back, and that could really elevate the Titans' offense in the passing game there. So if you guys have an available IR spot, like I'm going to be adding, I'm going to be adding Traylon Burks if I can. Uh, Josh Palmer is another interesting guy with the Mike Williams injury. Um, I, I don't, like, they're on by this week, so it's, it's nice to get Josh Palmer this week. Uh, but week nine, I'm going to assume Mike Williams is not playing. That's going to mean Josh Palmer is the wide receiver two in this offense. And, uh, you know, ever since Keenan Allen went down, he's had three games over double digits. Uh, interesting guy to stash. Otherwise, Zay Jones continues to play well. Jamison Williams needs to be stashed at the wide receiver position. 
Uh, and then the guy that's still widely available here is Wandale Robinson, 13.8% rostered. He's played two games in a row here, 12 and 11 points. So in PPR, I, I think he's an interesting play. He's kind of the clear wide receiver to own there in uh, New York. So that's probably where I'll stick. Um, I have three roster spots open. Should I get Boyd, Wandale, Gus Edwards if I can? I mean, yeah, if you, if you can nail those three guys, though, those are three hot names right now. I like the receivers. Uh, and again, if you need uh, if you need some of the running back help, let me pull up some of the waiver wire reports here. The running backs that uh, might be available. I mean, Foreman, Chuba Hubbard, uh, even Rashad White. But yeah, Gus Edwards is definitely a stash at this point. So yeah, that's a good good group of three there. Uh, what do you think of this this Geno Foreman, Jamal Russell Gage, Deontay Johnson, Al Pierce for Austin Eckler? Whew. I mean, if if you're getting like I want Austin Eckler, if you can dump all these guys for Austin Eckler. Uh, go ahead and do it because these all those guys are pretty much replaceable off the waiver wire at this point. So I think if you could do it, go ahead and do it. That is a very difficult question, my man. I we might I don't know when we're ever going to see these guys healthy. It always seems like it's something with them. If if I'm if I'm being honest, I, I don't know if I want to even deal with the headache. I think Wandale is probably the guy that you want. Uh, he's he's had the hamstring injury all season for Tony, and then he hurt the other one. It's messy. Um, and even if these guys come back healthy and play, are we going to trust them in our fantasy lineups? I don't think so. Um, Galladay with the MCL sprain. I just, if you're holding on to these guys, I think I, I would rather pick up some of the guys that we talked about here. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather hold on to Traylon Burks or Jamison Williams than either of the Giants receivers there. Curtis Samuel or Devin Duvernay, PPR, Evershaw Bateman. Curtis Samuel, for sure. And yeah, that that was a a big trade there. I mean, if you can pull off a six for one trade, that's that's pretty impressive. But if the guy needs help, willing to sell his best asset, I think you got to. Everyone wants Austin Eckler on the team. He was a buy low for the first couple of weeks of the season, but uh, not anymore. You got to you got to pay up for him. Uh, and then I so I think we kind of covered all the running backs here. Let me look on page two for running backs that we could potentially stash. Uh, again, I mentioned Gus Edwards. Jarek McKinnon is an interesting guy. I think if you play in PPR leagues, his his usage the last couple of weeks has been nice. Nine, six, and 6.8. It's not amazing, but if he starts scoring touchdowns and getting more work, he's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, I do think uh, Sony Michelle is worth holding on to, maybe not over the bye week, but he is the clear backup to Austin Eckler. Uh, after that, like we're, we're getting pretty ugly here. Um, so that's why if you guys have free agent auction bidding, like this is a good week to dump some of your money into the system because just looking around, like it's, it's the, the cupboard is bare. Like if you can add a Chuba Hubbard, if you can add, uh, some of these guys that we've talked about tonight, I, I definitely think you got to empty the wallet for it. Jasicki Tanyan or Pitts. Um, I mean, based on just playing matchups, I, I think the matchup, the best matchup to me is very clearly Mike Jasicki. If you can handle his floor, and his floor is pretty low, it's four to five points. He did have a couple one-point games in there, but the, the targets the last two games, seven and seven, is very impressive. And I think against Detroit, uh, that's probably where I'm going to lean. Otherwise, I'm going to rank them as Jasicki, Tunyon, Pitts. Like we just we just can't trust Pitts right now. It, it's it's a complete disaster uh, how they're using him. Um, so, uh, I mean, at this point, it, it's tough to stomach. Edwards, Hunter, Clue, Herbert, PPR. Um, if you're starting one for this week, I'm going to start Gus Edwards. Um, and I know he's not a PPR guy, but if you're going to start one, I, I think Gus Edwards is probably the play just based on volume. He'd be your Frymuth rest of the season. I'm going to go with Pat Frymuth. Uh, I, I think 
last uh, Monday night football, or was that Sunday night football? He, he looked really good and from his return from the concussion. Eight for 75 on nine targets. Pickett really likes him. I think I trust him more than I trust Higby, even though Higby's been playing well. But uh, he started – I mean, he had the one bad game before the bye. I don't know if that's Carolina defense, but I, I, I think I trust Pickett to continue to pepper Frymouth with targets. Uh, how would you feel about Herbert, Aaron, Jones, Dylan, and Dak, or Mahomes, Sanders? I'm 6-1, Herbert side. The Mahomes side is on 7, needs a QB. Okay. So getting Mahomes and Sanders, oof. I think I'm cool with it. You're getting the best quarterback of the group. And, and I mean, Dak is just on your bench and, and you don't need both guys. Her, I mean, Mahomes is coming off the, he's on a bye this week. So I don't know if you have a backup QB in mind, uh, but if you can, yeah, you're going to go to QB the waiver wire this week. Okay. I mean, you're getting the best QB in the deal. And then right now Sanders is, is technically more trustworthy and a better offense than Aaron Jones. So I'm cool with this. Uh, again, you're, you're, you're doing a four for two trade here. Dylan's not really useful for us. Aaron Jones is up and down and you're burning a quarterback on the bench. So I, I think getting Mahomes and Sanders makes your team better. Um, yep. I got rid of Debo for Waddle and Metcalf last week. Hurts that Metcalf went down so early in the game. It, it sounds like Metcalf will be all right. He might, he's probably not going to play this week, but I think long-term, I mean, the fact that you got two, like, to me, I'd rather have Waddle over Debo at this point. And the fact that you got Metcalf is like the cherry on top. So as long as you can kind of tread water and, and hopefully win a game or two without Metcalf, I think I think that trade's going to look really good. So um, it, it sucks to lose a guy, but I, I think, uh, I mean, upgrading to like, Debo versus Waddle, like what's the difference here? Debo Samuel is, let's see, wide receiver 11. And we got Jalen Waddle at wide receiver seven. So to me, like, that straight up should have been Waddle versus Samuel. You already got him there. And then just, again, Metcalf, the cherry on top. So I think you did a good job with that trade. Uh, but any final questions? Otherwise, I'm going to get out of here for tonight. I will be going live tomorrow night. We do our live Wednesday show. Or basically, I just open it up for start-sit questions. And I, I don't like to answer too many start-sits until Wednesday because uh, that's when the, we get our first practice report for the week. And with Tuesday, Tuesday's a heavy uh, waiver wire day for focus. So we'll, we'll get to uh, all of the waiver wire questions tomorrow night, uh, 7 p.m. Central. Raheem Mostert, Gus Edwards, or Deontay Foreman rest of season? One of these may have to start for me this PPR. Uh, I'm going to, for just because it's PPR, I think it's Raheem Mostert. Um, if you, if you can hang on to, I don't know if this is like, you're going to drop someone, but like, if you have, to, if you have to hold on to one guy, I think, I mean, Raheem Mostert starting to come around. You look at his last you know, his last four games here, this is, you know, strong running back two territory. I know he had the bad game here against Minnesota, but he got 15 touches in that game. And Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, uh, Houston, San Francisco, and then you got some tougher defenses here. But uh, I think it's Raheem Mostert. I want to be a part of that offense. Gus Edwards doesn't offer much value in PPR. He's better in standard leagues where it's just touchdowns. And kind of the same with Foreman. I just it's the Panthers still. He's not going to be a great play. I'd rather take the Dolphins with Raheem Mostert. Uh, rest of season, I think. Well, this 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 is a, a tough question because if you tell me Chase Claypool gets traded, it's George Pickens. And the way it is right now, George Pickens has been the best receiver on this team the last two three games since uh, Kenny Pickett took over. And I'm looking for Pickens here. Is he not? Is she not in the ranking? Where is Mr. Pickens? We got Chase Claypool at 42. There he is. Um, so the last three of the four last weeks here, 
he's had really nice games and he finally got the touchdown. I think good things are coming for Pickens. Uh, whereas Renfro, a low, low floor of, you know, seven to 10 points. Curtis Samuel is the more consistent guy. But if, if you, so if you want to go for the high ceiling, you go with George Pickens. If you want the safe play, you go Samuel. Uh, but I think I'm going to keep George Pickens as they're going to have to continue to throw the ball. Um, but uh, all good questions there. Uh, but that's going to do it for me tonight, guys. If you do have any more waiver wire questions, you can always hit me up on Twitter or TikTok, whatever you need, or just simply comment this video. Uh, and uh, good luck with your waivers. We'll see you guys tomorrow evening for the uh, the Start Sit live program. So take it easy. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Mm -hmm.